the cast. Thanksgiving special. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it? It's like Charlie Brown turkey. Charlie oh, yeah. Brown things. We've been watching those with my two-year-old. Are they the best? Um, They are so cute and like... Uh, I mean, they're kind of problematic. Of course, <laughs> like the, of, of course. course they're, but also like very cute. And he, it's kind of like his first TV that he's ever watched. Oh, how we, does he like it? He likes it, but you know, it's so funny because like we were all like, "Oh, no TV until two and then we're like kind of holding out, and then like you know, I had this whole emergency surgery and it was really tough and Patrick had to do like everything for a couple of weeks. And I was like, maybe this is a good time to get leave into uh, TV. Yeah. (laughs) And he honestly, Deanna, he's like not that into it. Like I don't, I think we haven't found the right content for him I always say for you, Thomas the Tank Engine. I know. And he loves, he has a Thomas engine that he loves. Oh my gosh, my kid's, love thomas that was their first love i think i wonder if there are any like south asian oh yeah american toys out there i know that there is there a south asian barbie yet unclear i'm sure it was released in the 80s and it was very problematic <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like uh and then do we think that there is a south asian american girl like probably definitely yes, not definitely Maybe. I think they've... You oh, know, you think there is one? I would guess because they have just like thrown their net super yeah. wide. And, you know, the thing about... I really hate American, American Girl. Girl. I have to I, say You that. know, it, for me, I feel like people had it in their life growing up. And for me, I never had it um, in my Maybe life. that's why. Um, <laughs> and, and I think for me also is I have an interesting relationship with it because I used to work down the street in New York City from the American Girl store. Oh, okay. You know, where you can get their hair done and you can... And oh, I would my just God. like sometimes um, just sit, like stand there and watch the people come in and out with their American girl crap and just it's like, like all these upper West yeah, side, no, upper like, East side. Well, no, it's like people from Long Island coming in. It's oh. people from Kansas city that like go to New York oh. times square and are just like, yeah. And then we're what part of our like New York city culture trip mm-hmm. is to culturally <laughs> immerse ourselves. <laughs> In the, Amer- in the, the American M&M girl store, <laughs> after the M&M store in Times Square, we're going to go to uh, the American girl uh, oh store by Grand Central. And then we'll go to Olive Garden because because that's the essence of fine dining in New you York know, City. There's a really great Vice article. Um, uh-huh. It was released. A f- I wish, you know, there's so many articles just because I w- past life I was a journalist yeah so many articles I wish I wrote and one of them was the journalist spent New Year's Eve at the Olive Garden in (laughs) Times Square (laughs) and I can't recommend this article enough oh my god I'll send it to you would you be interested in reading it I would love to um so speaking but it's of not like, New Year's Eve. No, it's not. It's Thanksgiving 
it's that time of year where, you know, maybe you're you have some time off yeah. and you want to like watch some movies and or just with indulge. your family or yeah, whatever. And so we wanted to give you some suggestions of things that include South Asian leads yeah. or people in them. Um, and actually, I um, just because Black Friday is coming up, I actually yeah. have some ideas for things to buy for things to buy. I, I, I included two um, South Asian American brands that yes. I think were really important to feature on the show because people, you know, were thankful, but we're also so eager to open our wallets. <laughs> yeah, I know. So let's start there because um, we probably have the same one in mind. But what is oh, one that you interesting. thought of? Um, I was wondering if you um, the so my first one is called One Stripe Chai. Oh. And yeah, it's onestripechai.com. Okay. And it's female owned and her name is Farah Jasani. Mm-hmm. And basically it's a chai delivery business. So, you know, we've seen this trend of coffee delivery and you can get it from this yeah. artisan or that artisan. And, you know, sometimes it's like the cows eat the beans and they shit them out and people like get really. <laughs> and have you heard about like all this? Oh, stuff? yeah. When I lived in Cape Town, um, there was this place down the street from us, this coffee shop that served like eight dollar um, shots and back of espresso then, back, back in like 2010. Then, no, thank you. And it was like. Yes, a monkey like ate these coffee beans and shot them out and now they're amazing. But like, is that (laughs) animal abuse? I don't know. Maybe it's a part of their diet. Maybe I'm just overthinking Uh, it. No, I think that's a fair question. Like, are you forcing these like... I'm just thinking, are you watching the show Succession by any chance? You know, I stopped after, I think, halfway through season two. Okay, But I love it. So it's um it's currently in season three and yeah. we just watched last week's episode last night and it just reminds there's this part like Kendall buys a bunny for his uh kids and like uh-huh. there's this whole thing about how like the kids want to feed the bunny a bagel but like <laughs> bagels like bunnies aren't supposed to eat bagels and Kendall's like just give the bunny like a little bit of bagel and then the yeah. bunny like gets sick <laughs> it's so funny because we we have this discussion in our house all the time right mm-hmm. because so we have two cats we have two dogs and so last night um I made pasta and it had salami in it yeah yeah very classy yeah I know it was pesto fresh mozzarella and salami oh, delicious. and so there were leftover cut up pieces of salami on the cutting board and my partner was feeding them to the cats and I was like <laughs> in the wild they wouldn't be eating like pig yeah or like and in this manner too you know yeah it's like i know it's but then he said you feed the dogs pasta every time we eat it and (laughs) dogs wouldn't be eating pasta and do you know what i said what i said no because in lady and the tramp (laughs) out in the wild there's a pasta scene it's famous (laughs) um okay so that's a great one yeah Um, and what um, was the other one so this one um um, I just want to add on. Um, she wrote um, that there's different kinds of chai. So there's a masala chai, a rose chai, and a turmeric chai. Mm-hmm. And most importantly for Black Friday, if you're thinking of giving the gift to someone else, they have gift sets. And they're yes. all reasonably priced. And, Everybody you know, loves a gift set. Yes. 
and maybe the next one is the one you're thinking of. And um, I might pronounce it wrong. It's Holy Chick by Mega. No, I do not know what that is. I haven't heard of it. So Holy Chic? Yeah, Holy Chic by Mega. So I discovered it through Bali from Family Karma. Oh, yes. She's been promoing it. She's been promoting. And I think they just had, during Fashion Week, they had a New York fashion show. Okay, yeah. And so their tagline is um, inspired by two of our favorite cities in the world, Mumbai and New York City. Our label represents a thoughtful movement of designing garments for quality, versatility, and longevity. Or longevity. And so they have like a beautiful holiday collection that includes like dresses, bucket bags, and jewelry. And they have these beautiful, colorful sari headbands. And they're they're very trendy right now. But this kind of has like a really kind of South Asian twist. And they even have face masks. And so I'm thinking like, hey, maybe you don't want to like splurge on um, a dress for someone. But like buy them some colorful face masks because we're going to be wearing face masks forever for for a while (laughs) yeah and um that's so true we should mention ria collective who we had arian on um you know maybe six months ago and they also uh specialize in kind of south asian american fashion um and i'm sure they have all sorts of great gift ideas on their website so check that out and And can i just say just like instead of Going to Amazon for these like Black Friday deals, like just like think about like what your values are and who you want to support. And like, I know for me, it's like small business, small business. And like I was on these websites and I think there's just something for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And and it's so creative, too. It's like probably something um, you know, someone has never received before. Exactly. Um, you should. I really want you to see these sorry headbands. Yes, because I will we're, check it out. We're seeing Candace wear these kind of headbands on uh-huh. um, Potomac. It's like the yeah, chunk, the thick yeah. ones, and I think Robin's worn them, and Giselle's worn them, and it just has like a little twist that you're not going to see at like the Nordstrom Rack. You know what I mean? Or the Saks <laughs> Fifth Avenue. Totally. The, so that's that's why I was just getting really excited. And I was really excited to share it with you. And then obviously, if I buy something, I'm going to run it by you as a white (laughs) woman because I don't want to culturally appropriate anything. Well, I think what's cool about some of these brands is they're blending the East and the West. So like everyone can wear it and celebrate both things. Um, So it's probably fine. Um, And we'll put the links for all these things in the podcast notes. But one I wanted to mention just getting huge right now um deep deepika paduko not no she's the actual like bollywood person deepika i don't know what her last name is but she is the ceo of live tinted which is a south asian beauty ba- brand wow um, like she was at that the volley party that mindy kaling through with like you know, all these huge South Asian women mm-hmm. like Lily Singh and all yeah. these others. You know, uh, Priyanka was there. We have to talk about her. Um, <laughs> but so uh, anyway, Live Tinted, they have, they're a beauty brand that has a South Asian founder and she has really like pioneered products that are 
come from South Asian culture, but mm-hmm. also like are for people with brown skin. Mm-hmm. Um, is she like the Rihanna? Yeah, the Rihanna she's very focused on that. Yeah, and now they're in Ulta Beauty, so <gasps> like they're being sh- they're everywhere nationally. But you can also order from the website, and I saw awesome. that she has gift sets of um this like they have I forget what they're called. I think they're called hue sticks, and they're those mm-hmm. like things that you can use for eyeshadow. Oh, you I can love use it that. for like um blush, and it's a lip color, and so it's like all in one and. Great colors, great ideas, like follow her on Instagram. So um, that's another gift idea. Um, So all of those will be in our show notes, links to those. But in terms of things that you can be like watching and enjoying with your family or on your own, I think the biggest one is the... Marvel Comics Universe movie, Eternals, starring... And we're waiting to see that together. I do not... I'm sorry to interrupt. I do not want the the listeners... I was going to call them viewers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to think that we... That is off of our radar. It is very much on our radar. It is. I, I want to see this with my favorite person, my favorite girlfriend, Indra... Because I want to experience this together. I hope you don't mind me saying that. Oh, yeah, no. And um, we, I I feel kind of, I'm not like ready to be in a movie theater right now. So it's only in movie theaters right now. But I believe it was... It was released at the beginning of the month. And, the, and is I it think 30 it days or 40 days? 45 days. 45. And then it'll be a streaming. So as soon as it's streaming, we will be watching it. Yes. I think it'll probably start streaming like mid-December. Well, so. and I was thinking about, you know how you said um, South Asian, did you, you said shows, but I was wondering if you're thinking of getting your son um, Kumil's action toy just to like oh I didn't even know there was yeah one. so they they released it a couple weeks ago so oh I guess God, another that's another thing another thing is so they released all the characters and and I know he was so excited they released his bobblehead yeah and they released his <laughs> action figure and I think this is like could it's be huge. really good I mean you have nephews like giving yeah. it as a present to your nephews Absolutely. and your nieces fuck it like oh yeah why are we action talking Figures are for everyone. Um, So yeah, Kamel Nanjiani, this is like his big thing. Um, Jamila Jamil is... (gasps) <gasps> this isn't out yet, but she she's go she's been cast as She Man also in the MCU. She Hulk. She Hulk, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So amazing that like these South Asians are getting cast in these roles. Um like in Marvel Comics, which is like the biggest moneymaker yeah. in Hollywood right now. So that's really awesome. Support that. Um Let's see. There's also a new series on HBO called The Sex Lives of College Girls. Mm-hmm. And I think her name is Amrit Kaur. I should I should know this. Um, but she is there is a South Asian lead in this show. Uh, Mindy Kaling produced Amazing. it, maybe wrote it even. Um, I haven't had a chance to dig into it myself yet, but I will be binging me it too. very soon. And we'll talk about it on the podcast. 100%. Um, for me, like you and I, like everything kind of adds up in November. And I know for me, like I'm done with the semester in two and a half weeks. Yeah. And also my kids and uh, I was just informed Andrew's taking the kids to Reno. Oh my and, gosh. And so I'm, you're welcome to come down. I'm just going to be watching... Um, um, 
television and basically have one hand in Cool Whip <laughs> and then <laughs> dipping it into the cookie dough jar. Um, oh, so all God. are welcome. I'm so well, excited. to watch TV. Um, and if you don't um, mind, I'm going to, do you mind if I add like go, sandwich? Go, do it. So um, I have been um, talking a lot about on our um, Twitter um and we talked about it in Thirsty 30, I think, is mm-hmm. this new film released by Bleecker Films, which is like this big independent movie house. And it's called India Sweets and Spices. Yeah. And it's about, um, so right now it's in theater, but you can get it on Apple TV. I know in Denver, it's still playing at um, the Landmark Theater, and I'm going to try to see it in the next couple days. And what's it about? So it's about um, a woman who is in college. She returns to her wealthy family home in New Jersey, and she meets a man whose family just open an Indian grocery store in town and so like she's wealthy and he's not so wealthy and um you know in the spur of the moment when she sees him and Indra when I say both of the leads are so hot okay (laughs) like you know that's what we need pretty I'm attracted to him and it's so funny because when I put the trailer up Mm-hmm. Like people were like, just like in so many words of how you can do this on Twitter, fanning themselves <laughs> because it's you, you have these two gorgeous people. Oh, I love it. That are, are, have a, a connection and it happens. The connection begins in this new, newly open Indian grocery store. And so okay. in the spur of the moment, she's like, my family's having a dinner party. You should come. And when she talks to her mom about it, her mom's yeah. like, I think it's a little classic. She's like, why did you invite them? Like, yeah, kind of like, yeah. we're rich. They're mm-hmm. not so rich. And then through that, she discovers all these secrets <gasps> that her mom was hiding. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Did I have uh, we you? Are at, def- what did we I have to have cover you? this. A beautiful, a beautiful couple? I mean, like. Uh, we're going to have to cover that on the podcast. And can so I just this say. This is really a list of things you should be watching because we're going to be talking about them I want to have her on. She has this Winona writer. It's 90s quality about her. That is your thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think, I think, I can't wait, like. So I can't wait for us both to watch it and cover yeah. it. And I want to have like the director and writer. This was a big deal for her. Yeah. And, you know, we always talk about or you've informed me actually about how there's a big South Asian community in New Jersey. Yes, there is. It's like little India, the little India of the United States. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, okay. That, that is a really yeah, good so one. Yeah, so I just want to say the name one more time, if that's cool. Yeah, say um, it again. India Sweets and Spices. And again, you might be living in a city or just like not comfortable going to the movie theater. Let's support it on Apple TV. Um, you know, we all need a good rom-com, especially like it's the end of the year. Like we said, yes. we thought we were getting out of COVID. This year, I know for me, has not panned up to... I didn't have no. expectations, but I, I, I'm not feeling great. And I, no. I think we need to indulge in shows like this or excuse yes. me, movies. And um, speaking of something else that's kind of light holiday stuff, um, there I was just I saw somewhere promote on Instagram um, this new movie called Hot Mess Holiday. And how do you spell I, the hot? Is it H-A-U- just H-O-T. Okay, just so H-O-T. it's not H-A-U-T-E. Okay, cool. No, so uh, written by Samir Gardezi, directed by Jafar Mahmood. 
starring at least three South Asian people, Love Melanie it. Chandra, Serena Jindal, and Cal Penn. <gasps> and our favorite. Yes, here is our, um, here's the little description. A finance executive is dumped by her cheating fiance during the Diwali holidays. Her best friend is now determined to help her have a wild holiday. <laughs> I love it. So that sounds like a really great holiday movie. Like this is so um, I've been watching. I'm really like I feel like holiday movies. I'm going to say it like until recently have been a very white space. Like here's this like perfect woman Mm -hmm. who works at a whatever like in New York City and she meets the perfect white dude and they go skating and you know like fall in love and whatever it's like I feel like that particular part of Hollywood has been like extremely white Mm -hmm. like and I'm not just saying like not not inclusive of South Asian like I haven't seen many like black movies or black leads in in movies like that Hispanic Latina like Latinx like I'm I'm just not seeing that Mm -hmm. so but I just I've started I haven't finished on Netflix there's this rom-com holiday rom-com like about this uh like a young Asian man who catfishes this like hot (gasps) white girl from LA good it's really good. Oh, I can't remember I what it's it my... called, but I mean, it's it's not really good. It's like perfect if you yeah. can get into a bad rom-com, holiday rom-com. Which we need. And like, it's just, it's been the part I have seen, like it talks about what I talk about so much being a, like a person of color mm-hmm. growing up in a white area, just like not feeling like accepted in the dating world and Mm -hmm. like this young man talks about that very openly in this movie and like you can kind of see where it's going but I just I think it's really great so I am also appreciating Hot Mess Holiday being about like Diwali and like into the holidays and all this stuff like that's that's really fun for me to see. I love it. Uh, and and can I just like add to what you're saying about white spaces? Yes. I don't know if I texted you this, but I 100%, I mean, I think of you always, obviously. But like, I I don't know if I texted you that I've never watched a Hallmark film. Like a like Hallmark. The ones on Lifetime and stuff. Yeah, like I've never, yeah. I've never done that before. Um, and I know it's a whole movement. But again, <laughs> I my year has not been great. And my mother-in-law knows every single Hallmark Lifetime. Like, she just knows it all. And she just, like, that's what she does is she sews. She just watches those. She sews and and she knows them all. So finally, she she gave me a little recommendation. She said, you know, you're not doing well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that's that's okay. That's okay to point out with me. I hate that I talk about it a lot on this podcast. Is it understand? Just like I, I no, want people I not to fine. feel alone of like, it's okay not to feel well. Yeah. If you're having a hard time, like Deanna Voice and it. I are both kind of in a yeah, we tough both, place right now. And, and, yeah. And that's and okay. Be around people that you can talk to and yeah. text your friend Indra, you know, or whoever and just be like, I'm not doing well. And then, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I was like, you know what, this year I'm going to do it. So this weekend Mm -hmm. I was feeling a little sad. So I asked Andrew, I said, can you put the Hallmark app on our Apple TV? And he said, yeah, kind of rolled his eyes. (laughs) And you know what I promised myself? Yeah. Which I only watched one. Okay. And I watched it with my oldest. I'm only doing BIPOC 
uh, Hallmark movies. Hell yes. And so was I, it hard I started, to find one? No, it was the third one in. It was called Good. Something at the Majestic. And it was uh, a, a black actress and a black actor lead. And so that's just going to be my holiday 2021. And so my recommendation is, okay, so yes, Hallmark is a total white space. But how yeah. can we support uh, BIPOC actors in it? Just do the BIPOC lead yeah, just Hallmark look for movies. it just look for it do you and think like, that's fair like yeah that's... I mean where there's so many like it's great it's just like I'm my heart is so warm to see that there's so many options now yeah and, and, and but you I need to be intentional to about it I, I recommend that like if you get into Indra this year if you want to join me yeah just <laughs> your Hallmark those. journey and, and and this is a, a side note but there's nothing I enjoy more I realize than in television shows I'm always looking at the background actors yes but like especially I realized in this Hallmark movie I was just like what are the background actors doing you know yeah because yeah, it's totally. just so corny and whatever I and, know I love looking at the sets and like yeah. the little like how they set stuff up and like imagining the filming of it I don't know somehow that's fun and for you me. know these are quick you know it's oh, a formula yeah. I mean the like, script is like written two in... <laughs> weeks filming done we gotta get this moving yeah. because we're gonna use the set for you know awful <laughs> the candi- next one don't the next support one. the Candace Cameron burets like that oh, was the no. that was the off-putting thing is as soon as I downloaded the app whose That's picture came up. Yeah. her picture and I was like this makes me even that much more determined to erase that narrative and support another narrative. I mean, it's like, we don't even have to erase it. We just need to... That's true. I We need to make space for everyone. And just having one BIPOC movie and then 10 that are all white people, like, is not enough. So... also, I just want to emphasize this was a movie that I could watch with my son. I knew yeah, it wasn't going to be that's like, nice. I think it's my son's at this weird age where he's eight. He He's, you know, I want to watch the new um, Marvel movie, which I, I don't watch Marvel movies. But the first one I want to watch is the Shin. Um, I'm terrible. Oh, yes. The one that yes, the recent one that came out. I can't remember what it's called either. With the hottest. I mean, he's so hot. Um, He was <laughs> and he was just on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Oh, he was. Ooh, OK. And I'll send you this clip that Cal Penn actually pointed out on um Twitter. That was like, this uh-huh. is so true. Yeah. It, um, But um, I want to watch that with him. But I just feel like he's he's never been exposed to something like that. And not that I'm trying to like mask him from violence. I just want to hold out a little more. I think it's okay to try and shield your children from that for as long as you can, because eventually they're going to see it everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're already Um, doing poop talk and stuff. And once that gets going, it's just like, (laughs) sorry, Um, I I deviate from what we're talking about. No. Well, then the last thing is like, if you haven't read Cal Penn's book yet, go ahead and read it. Can I ask, have we reached out to his publisher at all? We had some conversations with Cal Penn's people like, over a year ago and it seems like we were almost maybe going to get him on apparently he's a family what? karma fan no so, really like if we could get him on to talk about the, the show universe. listen we have i feel like we have a good amount of listeners if we have yeah. one person that's like semi-connected to him yes please dm us and let us know how we can get in touch because we'd love to have him on um and read his book like just 
it's been it's been really nice to see him have this like resurgence this past like month or couple months and um so much support from everyone for what he's doing and yeah. his book and everything so that's great um and so I think that that's like kind of the main stuff. There's always more. And we'll Can talk about more. Can I actually add something else if you don't mind? Yes, please. Okay. So um, if you listen to this podcast, you know, Injure and I, music's like this big deal to oh, us. Yes, and I know yeah, it's yeah. this big deal to everyone. Listen, music. No. Yeah. It, how would you d- describe our conversation the other day? Like, like music, the way it impacts you is indescribable. And whether whatever that band is, whatever that album is, you know, music can be a shared language but Mm -hmm. but it's also like very you know individually important for lack of yeah and you need to just find what works for you and like what works for me is not going to work for joe schmo and it's not going to work for another person or whatever and it's like i always say it's like i give indra like a really hard time because i know radiohead is her favorite band and radiohead is my favorite band to see live and she will (laughs) not go to me with me to a radiohead show but no i won't go with anyone she won't go with anyone anyone. and so i give her a hard time and i'm gonna wave at her like a a really weird mom from, <laughs> from across from the across auditorium the, which I respect so so all joking aside I just discovered this podcast called made in India and made is spelled m-a-m-a-e-d mm-hmm. and it's based out of Mumbai um I forget the host name she's uh identifies as female and it's all about indie music in India I know. and you and I have been talking about like getting uh musicians South Asian musicians on this show because we have yet to do that and and my yeah. grab is Tony from no doubt and so if someone has a connection to him I would love to have him on because uh, for me as a white person on Long Island when I'm just a girl was released that was the first South Asian person I saw on MTV mm-hmm. but that's besides the point so uh, Made in India I really want to support them and they just feature yeah, they feature like different um, indie acts each episode right or each, and it's live like studio an, yeah. sessions I mean it's so cool and and we really we're going to get the we're going to try to get uh, connect with the host and have her on the show. And especially, you know, I'm interested in like, I love that she's a South Asian female hosting this because we have yeah. all these. I, it's indescribable. Um, I think and I'm especially thinking of the 90s when I first started attending live music of like, A, you didn't see like a lot of women in the music industry uh kind of on stage and because it was very uh male dominated and especially like just touching or plugging into this indian indie music podcast and have a female south asian host of it to to me was like this this is important and this is really worth talking about yeah so check out that podcast it's so true um, the music industry is changing slowly, but it's very male dominated. Do you mind um, me asking you a question? Um, well, first, I want to give a statistic just to show yeah, what I was saying. Thank you. Um, yeah. So at KGNU, which is the community radio station that I am the music director at, we're volunteer powered. So mm-hmm. we have 150 volunteer DJs on our them. airwaves. And we, I would 
I did the numbers recently, less than 40 of them. I think only 35 are women. And that's like, it's so rare that women come through our doors, even thinking that they can be a DJ. And it's reflective of this whole narrative out there that like men know how to do it better. It's this is the case in a lot of creative industries. Mm -hmm. It's not just like music. Uh, the it's culinary industry. I, w- I worked at an advertising a- agency. We had a, a bunch of uh, male executive creative directors, which is the top of the creative director. Like, yeah. basically formulating the ideas that we see on our yep. billboards, on our screens. There was only one ECD executive creative director that was female yeah which is wild and it's like we have to kind of recognize that and just still be aware of that and so and support endeavors that include marginalized groups like women like BIPOC community like the LGBTQIA community and so on so mind me asking you just because I know you're such a music you know music is so important do you remember your first concert and like were you the only brown person? And two, like, did you notice like how many male to female ratios there were? Um, I'm trying to. I don't know what my first concert Maybe was. Like I'd have to like third go back or the fourth. and look. But I know that I went to the Pepsi Center when mm-hmm. I was like in middle school to see the band Incubus, <laughs> which hey, okay, the lead that singer, is a throwback. That listen, is a throwback. the lead singer, Brandon, whatever his name is. Brandon Boyd is so hot. hot. Okay. Yeah, okay, so hot. He's like, so hot. No matter if I you so, like Incubus or not, right? Oh my gosh. I was so, so into hot. them back then in my like teen angsty stuff. I haven't listened to them in like maybe two decades. Yeah. So I'd be interested to hear he's what I thought He's probably still now. so hot because you can tell, like, I bet he's He has in an that- amazing voice too. And I mm. used to sing along with his stuff and that's kind of taught to help me find my own singing voice, I which love- is really great. Andrea, thank you for sharing. But, but yeah, I mean, okay. So there's a band of like all white men. Um, and then actually, I think he might be Latino. I'm not sure. I want to say that maybe he is, but anyway. So, yeah, I mean, growing up in Colorado, yeah. like there was just white people everywhere all the time. I definitely did not see like another brown person at that huge arena or <laughs> I don't remember seeing one. And I usually do remember when I run into yeah. an like South Asian person cuz I'm always surprised, as, especially at that age, not so much these days, mm-hmm. but um yeah, I mean, that's just like there's the, the whole like I Okay, I just have to talk about um, this new Taylor Swift album because girls go in there. (laughs) I mean, okay, I'm gonna go back to my thing that is: if you love Taylor Swift, I know people listening do. Like, good for you if it gets you like going. If you connect to it, if it gives you something positive in your life, that's fantastic. Um, I think that like she represents, um in a lot of ways, like this part of the top 40 scene Mm -hmm. that is like very white, Mm -hmm. (laughs) quite frankly. And um, I think if you take a hard look at like what musicians am I listening to? And I'm including myself in this because I put together music shows that I do on air all the time. I have to make a conscious effort to make mm-hmm. sure that at least like half of my playlist is BIPOC artists. And, um, you know, 
wherever you're pulling your music from, if it's top 40, if it's underground, if it's both, if it's something in between, there are options out there. I mean, there's no excuses to only be listening to white musicians these days. So you need so this podcast that you're talking about is a great way to get into you know, not only just like South Asian people, but South Asian people from South Asia mm-hmm. making indie music. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very interested. I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm definitely going to. But like, yeah, I mean, I think this whole guide that we're doing is about like how to how to like support South Asian representation in media. But like in general, I think what I would want people to get out of this is like, how do I shift my, what I'm viewing, what I'm supporting, not away from white spaces, but like, how do I truly make it more diverse, Mm -hmm. like across the board? Mm -hmm. And um, that's music, that's movies, that's TV, that's podcasts. That's opening your wallet. Yes. That's what what you're you're buying. buying. What you're exposing your children to. What you're talking all of these about. Choices. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, what what are you what albums are you putting on? At, like, I, I know you and me. We I constantly have music on in my house because I need a hum of something to just kind of move through my day. And it's like, so so what am I going to put on and expose my children to? And um, yeah, obviously. I am a volunteer DJ at KGNU and very grateful on so many levels. But, you know, what you were stressing before of inclusivity and deciding what you're going to put on air and what you're going to play at home. KGNU has like, this is not an ad for KGNU, (laughs) but it really has made me stop and think and like made me go through my history of albums I love. And it's just like, oh, well, like, wow. Like, was it like, was my... You know, when we had the book of CDs, mm-hmm. remember those? Yes. Was yes. that a white space or was it diverse? And like, I know if mine it, was all white, mostly men. Mm, mine was, I think it's just like, just because I moved to, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like I did have hip hop in, but, but yes, like for me, mine was definitely probably 70% a white space, you know, yeah. and, um, but the, the beauty of, you know, things that we're talking about in the show is we, now we have the internet. And so there's no excuse not to order, you know, the chai gift set or mm-hmm. like, like go to Bandcamp and see like what BIPOC artists there are on and there. And they are so good at helping curate that stuff for you and to give you a diverse perspective, yeah. not just along race, but all perspectives. So I highly recommend and, um, buying things, buy your music on Bandcamp. The music goes directly to the artists mostly, which is really fantastic. Sorry, I just want to um, just promote this band that I just learned about that was around in the 60s and the 70s. And it's a band called Fanny. And they were, it's an all-female rock and roll group mm-hmm. that was fronted by an Asian-American kick-ass guitar player. Yeah. And they just totally got washed by like white yeah. rock and roll, Steely Dan, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, there's a documentary that's being released. It is released. It's in the indie um, like film award circuit right now but even going back and this band fanny like was never mentioned you know in in modern 
conver- rock conversations, but like dig and and just to like you know they had their last album in the seventies was produced by Todd Rundgren, who's like big in rock and roll. Yeah, and and he- that's another example of oh, but it was produced by a man. Like <laughs> but that's what they needed to, and and oh, they yeah. dissolved because no one was listening to their music. Yep. And Indra, if you don't mind, I'd love to send you like a song of theirs because I think it's really important yeah. to because I, I listened to an interview with the lead singer and she was like the world just wasn't ready for me as yeah. like you know an yeah. Asian woman that could play rock and roll music and how do you think she felt making her art trying exactly. to do it and just knowing because I am who I am people cannot listen or accept this that is so fucked up like really i want our listeners to dig into that fanny sorry dig into fanny and i um okay so my recording thing just got messed up so which is why maybe we ended in the middle of a thought but what we wanted to say is um happy holidays to everybody enjoy your time with your family um it's never too late to to support South Asians in pop culture. Uh, you're doing that just by listening to this podcast. But you know, we've given you all these ideas for things you can you can buy for your for your presents, supporting uh, South Asian owned businesses. We just scratched the surface. There's actually a lot more, and um, we'll continue to kind of highlight those on social media and in general. But um, do you mind if I just add? Yeah. The holidays, is it like a wonderful celebratory time for everyone? Uh, I understand that for some of you, it is really hard. You will be going home and dealing with maybe family members and friends that um, are not supportive, but you Mm -hmm. you do have to go home and possibly talk about people are going to, you know, have different political views and it might damper your spirits. Um, I don't have any advice, but I just want to recognize that not everyone, you know, is is going to be going through this. Um, it's going to be a hard time on people's mental health. Yeah. Um, and I recognize that. And so just what Indra was saying, like, you are worthy, you are loved, and, and treat yourself to possibly some of the things that we brought up and yeah and get lost in something get lost in the fun um you know hot mess holiday or put on that album that makes you feel good right yeah and um put on a podcast maybe like ours that that makes you feel less alone but um as much as you feel alone maybe during these holidays you are loved and supported and you got this. Yeah, absolutely. That's really, that's really great because I think including myself, I usually go out East. Thanksgiving is really big for my Mm -hmm. family. And we, um, I usually like to go out East and spend it with my brothers Mm -hmm. and like my uncle's family and stuff like that. And because of COVID and because of like health stuff recently, like I just, wasn't able to go and I think maybe there are a lot of people who are in that situation so maybe like last year it's not the typical Thanksgiving you're used to or maybe it is but you know for whatever reason it's just not going to be as joyful or maybe it's never joyful for you that's okay it's okay it's one holiday it's a a time and space and and you know I know that um just from a mental health perspective if you don't mind me saying yeah people try to hold it together yeah. In, through the holidays and then 
things come loose after the New Year's. And this doesn't have to be a weight on your shoulders. Um, yeah. And seek, like seek, seek help. Things. You can yeah, DM me and I can connect you to um, like a hotline or like different forms of ther- affordable therapy. Again, I'm in, in school to be a therapist. And um, I know the statistics around the holidays. Yeah, it's a really intense time for people. And we're not trying yeah. to make light of it just but we're trying to bring some joy and representation. Absolutely. So thank you all for listening. Thank you. On a lighter note. On a lighter note, please uh, rate, and, rate and review us wherever you get our po- your podcast. Yeah, what a great holiday gift that would be for it's us. For us. <laughs> Leave your review please. on Apple Podcasts, uh, honestly. Your support means so much to us. And uh, this week on Patreon, we're going to be discussing... Salt Lake City, uh, Hannah Brown is releasing a memoir I just saw today. So I would really love your opinion on it. I would love uh, Tasha and Zach. Uh, We're going to be talking about Priyanka. Oh, Uh, Priyanka's rumors. There's a lot to talk about. Dropping the Jonas. Dropping the Chopra. Yeah. Uh, But more than that, what does that mean? Check out her Instagram page and we'll take it from there. And we're sending Uh, you so much love and and corny as a sound light because this is a time of darkness for people and sending you like a big hug. A big, big hug. And uh, namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches. Bye.